Success is about more than just business strategies. It's also about aligning with your higher purpose and clearing inner obstacles that stand in the way. I say this because you deserve to do what you love and to feel fulfilled along the way. And the reality is you're likely spending more time than you'd like to stuck in self-doubt. You may be asking yourself things like, why do I never seem to reach my biggest goals no matter how hard I work? Or why do I never quite feel like I've done enough, have enough, or am enough? If any of these sound familiar, you are not alone. And I've been there too. The good news is that the solution is simpler than you think. I'm sharing it inside my new four-day women's immersion, The Inner Critic Cure. This live four-day event includes daily classes, potent practices, and a brilliant supportive community of like-minded women. And best of all, it's only $37. This method is gentle yet powerful, and it actually works even when others haven't because it's based on a proven psychotherapeutic framework called Internal Family Systems or IFS. By the time you leave, you'll have the knowledge and tools to not only heal your relationship with those harsh inner voices, but to turn them into your strongest allies now and for the rest of your life. So join us to discover how to put an end to those negative voices that have held you back from your biggest dreams and desires. So you can live into the full potential you know is possible for you in both your business and in your life. You can learn more and join us inside the Inner Critic Cure at programs-saravonstover.com forward slash immersion. That's programs-saravonstover.com forward slash immersion. I'd love to see you there. Hello, beautiful women. Welcome to She Talks, a space for you to come home to your inner wisdom which I call your she. I'm Sarah Von Stover, a teacher of women's yoga, meditation, and spirituality, a best-selling author, and founder of The Way of the Happy Woman. Every summer, I share a seasonal series here on the podcast called Poolside Sutras. So throughout the month of June, over the next three weeks, I'll publish a handful of episodes in this series. Each of these features a she talk, which was recorded live at the last She Yoga and Meditation Teacher Training, which I offered this past February on the island of Koh Samui, Thailand. Now, hanging out by the pool with a good book or podcast has always been one of my favorite summer activities. So in this spirit, poolside sutras are meant to inspire and educate you in a fun and portable way during all of your summer excursions, or for those of you in the Southern Hemisphere, your vacation excursions to the beach, on a hike or road trip, at the gym, or of course, by the pool. And best of all, Poolside Sutras give you a taste of the Shi Yoga and Meditation Teacher Training, which is taking place next in one of my favorite places on the planet, Tulum, Mexico from December 1st to 8th, 2018. This is a week-long teacher training and practice intensive in women's yin and flow yoga, Buddhist meditation with a feminine perspective, and Shi Dharma. If you want to teach and inspire women in your community or simply feel hungry for a retreat to nourish your own body and soul, 
this is for you. And while there's no pool at our Tulum venue, we have it even better. We'll literally be right on the beach. Not only that, but this year's venue is incredibly intimate. We have space for 17 women and we only open this training for registration once a year. If you're curious and want to learn more, you can visit sheyogatraining.com. And for now, roll out your towel, soak up the twinkling blue view, and enjoy this poolside sutra. So a couple of um, little announcements is one, there's a typo on the schedule for tomorrow. We don't start at 6.30 with the self-led yoga. We start as usual at seven. So same schedule tomorrow as all the other days, same timing. And the other thing is with asking questions, with, with writing notes, with questions, totally welcome and Please don't write a question until you reference your own inner authority and ask that question to yourself and come up with your own answer. This is a teacher training. And so really practice just tuning into the guidance within you to answer your own questions. Because a lot of the, these questions, there's no one answer, there's no right answer. I'm happy to share you my, with you my opinion, but what I'm more interested in is hearing your opinion, hearing your answer. Okay, so you're welcome when, when you write something down, if you still, you know, if you've referenced yourself and then you write it down, write down your, your answer, just briefly. It could even just be, a, you know, a few words. And a really, a really potent tool that, that I like to do is to have a conversation with my intuition in, in a writing form. And just to really sit down and ask your she or your intuition, what do you, you know, what do you think about X? What should I do about Y? And write out the response from the perspective of your intuition and see what answer you arrive at. Sound good? Um, it's dangerous. It's dangerous to always seek answers outside of us. And I just published a podcast about this last month is our addiction to experts. And especially as women, we're constantly giving our power away to other people. Let me look to this book to tell me what to do. Let me, you know, let me have my astrologer plan out my life. Let me have my doctor tell me what I should do about my body. Google knows better than me. This is ridiculous. It gets us into a lot of trouble. And we're never going to step into our power. We're never going to learn to trust ourselves if we don't stop doing this. 
So how do we stop worrying about what other people think about us? Is we start caring more about what we think about ourselves. And in moments when you want to just lean on that crutch of having someone else tell you what to do, kick the crutch away and say, no, I'm not, I'm not moving from where I am right now until I get the guidance from within me about what to do next. Life is so personal. We are all, each of us is the center of the universe. Life is happening. The movie of life is playing out in a different way for each and every one of us. There is no one fit solution for everyone. It's, it's so subtle and so detailed. And the only one who's going to know is you. So you can have people around you who love you and who support you, but ultimately the best community and the best, you know, the best people to surround yourself with are people who are going to keep putting your power back on you saying, you know, I, I want to hear about what you think about this first for, before, you know, if you're asking my opinion, what I want to hear your opinion first. So, Self-referencing. We always want to seek the consensus. Should I do this? Should I do that? It's like stop. We need to stop with the consensus seeking. Stop with the permission seeking. This disease to please that we are all raised with. So that by the time that we're grown women, we don't even know who we are because we've just lived our lives trying to fit in and be what other people want us to be. And it's, we can't find ourselves. And in some ways it's like, it can be even worse in the yoga and consciousness and self-help community. It's looking for the savior, looking for the guru. And it's, it's the same you know, it's that, that same seeking, it just has just a brighter and shinier package. So become the expert on you, become the expert on your own life. And with anything, there's you know that there's there's no one right way to do things. We have to we have to get over our fear of failure. And luckily, spending more time alive helps us to do that because we fail a lot. Someone invited me to speak on a panel next month, and they want me to talk about like a failure in my business. And I'm like, well, I don't even know which one to pick because it's just like failure after failure after. It's like. There's more, way more failures than successes, and this is just how it is for all of us. This is just how it is to be alive. And it's like, what is a failure anyway, right? Failure is just you don't get the results that you wanted to get. But from the bigger picture, it's like that, whatever that experience is, shows us shows us how to have a more aligned success or points out a different path 
that we wouldn't have had. It's failure is a, it means that we're taking a detour off of our path, and it's a sign. And pretty much anyone who's ach who's achieved success in their lives says that they fail their way their way to success. So the most important quality that any of us can have is tenacity. It's like those little, when we were growing up, we had a pool in the backyard and we had these inflatable, um, I don't even remember what kind of beings they were, but like some sort of animal that had a weight on the bottom and you could go in and you could punch it, you could hit it and it would fall over, but then it would pop up. Like you couldn't get this thing down. And we all have that within us too, this, this tenacity within us. And you need to activate that, especially for leadership. Because the thing about a, a breakdown, a breakdown is an opportunity to deepen your commitment. And even to expand your commitment. Like, how much do I care about this? How much am I willing to invest myself in this? Why does this matter so much to me? So that you're willing to do it no matter how many times you fail. No matter what comes across your path, that you're going to wake up the next morning and you're still going to commit. have some moments of feeling sorry for yourself, but you pick yourself back up. So this is leadership. You know, we don't see this on social media. Right? We, don't, we don't usually see people's failures. We don't usually see those mornings when leaders don't want to get out of bed, don't want to face another day. But every single leader that has ever existed and that will ever exist has a lot of those periods, has a lot of those days, and that's what makes them who they are. So starting to practice that inner authority by asking yourself these questions first and trusting yourself. Trust that you have the right answer for you. And that you are the only one who can have the right answer for you. So yesterday we focused on the mind, the day before we focused on breath and energy. Those two are really intimately related. One of my teachers, Richard Freeman, says that they're like two fish swimming in tandem. Whatever is happening in your mind is going to affect your breath. And whatever you do with your breath is going to affect your mind. So you choose your doorway in. And then whatever is happening with your breath, with your energy, it's going to affect the state of your body. Yes or no? 
Yes. So if your breath is really short and erratic, what kind of thoughts are you most likely thinking? What's that? All over, all over the shop, all over the place. Even anxious thoughts, erratic, angry, angry thoughts. And then what's happening in the body? So the breath is shallow. We have these thoughts that are all over the place, usually geared towards the negative. You're, you're probably not thinking about your last time in Hawaii at the beach when, when your breath is like this. So then what's happening in your body? Sorry? Fight or flight. So circulation moves away from the extremities into the core. Digestion is compromised. Energy moves away from digestion because your body thinks that someone's about to kill you. And over time, this creates a lot of problems. It creates digestive problems. It creates hormonal problems. Um, it, can, it creates a lot of tension maybe veering toward maybe towards diabetes or any sort of neurodegenerative degenerative disease making your immune system more susceptible to bacteria and viruses and parasites because your body is fighting off some unknown force that actually doesn't even exist So in this time that we're living in, we as human beings, we're addicted to the stress response. And as human beings, we are the only species on the planet that can stress ourselves out through our thoughts. So say that a deer has a near miss with getting hit by a car. It's leaping across the street, the car is whizzing by, and it just, the deer just passes the car and doesn't get hit. What's happening in the deer's body is this stress response. Like, oh my gosh, I need, you know, I need to move out of the way. You don't go back five days later and see the deer still in that stress response or talking to other deer, like, oh my God, do you know what just happened to me five days ago? <laughs> I'm so upset about this. The deer is just eating grass and just walking around. But we as human beings, with the power of our minds, something stressful happens, or maybe something stressful doesn't even happen. We just think about the worst possible scenario. And that sends out this whole cascade in our bodies so our bodies move into the survival mode. And we can stay in there for hours, days, weeks. You know, if you get in a bad mood and you keep talking about it with people, keep getting people to reinforce it, like agreeing with you, like, yeah, yeah, and feeding, feeding this, you're still holding on to it. You're still generating that, that pattern in your body. So to stop that pattern, we can change a thought, think about something more positive. Like I said yesterday, reach for the best thinking thought. 
Focus your mind. Focusing your mind is going to steady your breath and that's gonna have a different effect on your body. Or you can go through the doorway in of your breath. You can regulate your breath to still your mind and bring your body back to the state of homeostasis. Healing doesn't happen unless we're in homeostasis. Creativity is impossible unless we're in homeostasis. So I was listening to an interview with Brene Brown uh, a couple years ago, and she was talking about how she and her family do box breathing. And I was listening, and box breathing is just a really traditional form of pranayama, where anytime they're feeling anxiety or overwhelm, the, the children or the parents, they inhale for four, hold the breath for four, exhale for four, hold the breath out for four. Box breathing. And with that, they downregulate their nervous systems. So children can learn how to do this, to regulate themselves. Families can do it together when they're in a stressful moment. And we're so intelligent as a species that sometimes we forget just the most basic thing of, oh, I can use my breath to calm down in this moment. <laughs> so starting to see how all of these layers are really interrelated. If today's talk inspired you, and if you'd like support in healing and connecting to yourself, your inner life, and the world around you in a distinctly feminine way, you can learn more about the She Yoga and Meditation Teacher Training at sheyogatraining.com. Registration is open right now, but just for three weeks this June. And an early registration discount is available until June 15th. Again, you can learn more at sheyogatraining.com. If it feels right for you, I'd love to have you join us. And until next time, I'm sending you my heartfelt support. Thank you so much for being part of our sisterhood.